Hello and welcome back to another episode of Last Week Today in the Metaverse. Every week there's so much news in the crypto web 3 metaverse space. Uh, I'm just going to break down some of the most interesting stories, at least the stories that have been more interesting to me and try to get into them to help you keep up with what's happening every week in the metaverse. So we have a five stories this week as usual that we're going to get into. Some of these stories are really dumb. Some of them are really pivotal as well. So let's start off with a semi-dumb one. But um, <clears throat> the story goes, you know, it, it's about NFT pets and the popularity of virtual NFT pets. So apparently during the pandemic, virtual pets were on the rise. Pets in general were, were getting big, right? There were a lot of search searches for pets. People needed company during the pandemic. But not just actual pets, virtual pets as well. So the question now becomes, are tokenized pets here to stay or were they just a pandemic fad? I have no idea. I, I remember listening to someone, I don't remember the name right now, in some of the podcasts, and they were saying that you're going to know when the metaverse is here when people have their pets in the metaverse. I don't know if I agree with that, but pets are a big thing. People love their pets. And NFT pets might just be a sign that we're getting to the tipping point when it comes to Web3 and the metaverse. So, you know, there are a couple different ways that you can purchase or even adopt a pet in the metaverse right now. And some of these pets have different utilities, right? So like in Decentraland, you can purchase a puppy, you can take it for a walk, you can feed it, you can even buy a fish and you can have it in your fish bowl inside your house in, in Decentraland. Um, you can also buy a, a pet, a virtual pet as a NFT, right? You can go into OpenSea and buy an NFT pet. And I'm thinking there are some people that buy a JPEG pet and it feels like the actual pet, right? This is really, really weird, right? So there's this, there's this new project called Classic Doge, which, well, not that new. It was created like late last year, 2021, November, 2021 and it allows you to scan your actual pet and you're gonna get this tokenized 3D rendering of your pet from the real, the real world that you can use and take with you into the metaverse. Classic Doge. Now, I don't know if this is gonna be a thing. It seems kind of dumb to me right now, but when things that seem dumb become mainstream, that's when you know <laughs> that the metaverse is here, right? So, Classic Doge, may or may not become a big thing. I'm going to keep my eye out for what's happening with, with Classic Doge. You know, according to them, they say, if you look at the facts, the world is changing. And I think that it's shaping up to be a very good opportunity in the metaverse to start visualizing the things that we love. That makes sense. That, that quote was from Sailor Howell, who's the head of growth and partnerships at Classic Doge. So, I mean, we'll see. This is an interesting story. I think if virtual pets become as big as pets are in the real world that is probably going to be when we are definitely in the metaverse so keep a keep a lookout for these virtual pets if you have a pet and you want to scan that pet to take it with you into the into the metaverse go check out classic doge you know i'm not sure how many people are doing it but there's no real evidence so far that that's going to be a big thing the web traffic that referenced pets using keywords related to dogs and cats on OpenSea that peaked at about 636,000 searches in October 2021. 
but then in december it went all the way down to 246,000. that was a huge crash so maybe people are not interested in pets as much anymore but we keep an eye open for this and we'll see what's happening with nft pets so in our next story twitter is now allowing you to take that nft that you paid all that money for and use it as a verified profile pic everyone in NF- on on nft twitter uses their some one of their nfts that they bought maybe a crypto crypto punk uh body whatever that you have and they use it as their profile pic but now twitter through twitter blue is allowing you to have a verified version of that profile pic because right now because right now you could basically right click right click save as any any nft that you want and have it as your profile picture right but now this is a way to verify that. So it's an integration between uh, Twitter and the blockchain where once you're verified, you're allowed to show that picture. And instead of it being in the regular circle, it's going to be in a hexagon. And to get that, you have to be you have to get it through Twitter Blue. Now, some people are complaining that you have to get it through Twitter Blue because that's going to cost you $3. But the amount of money that you spent on your NFT I, I don't see why you should be complaining about $3, but some people are. Um, there's word that that's probably going to go away. It's probably going to be free eventually, but right now it's just for iOS. So Android folks, forget about it. It's just on iOS and you have to pay $3 a month to Twitter Blue to get that feature. But I think this is a really good advancement. It's more evidence that Web3 technologies and thinkings are becoming more and more mainstream. Twitter is the home of Web3 and for a long time, people have been using their Twitter profiles to, you know, express themselves through the NFTs they bought, which were another means of expression. So now this is a way to simply verify it. And now when you click on the profile, you get a whole bunch of information about the NFT, about the project. Um, you know, it, it's, I, I think it's a, it's a pretty good thing. Now, of course, there are some drawbacks, some drawbacks, uh, Twitter, What's his name? This guy on Twitter, Hollander Adam, who obviously is into the Web3 or whatnot. He mentioned that the feature works for any NFT in your collection, right? Not just verified collections. So if, if you don't know, there are verified collections on OpenSea, which means these collections are original and have been verified by OpenSea because anyone can make a copycat collection OpenSea for sale, right? I could make, I could go right now and make my own board Ape Yacht Club collection on OpenSea and some fool is going to buy it from me and I'm going to make some money off it, but it's not, it won't be verified, right? So people kind of hoping that since this is a verified service by Twitter, that it would be for verified collections. So there are a couple of sides to that, to that, to that um, issue because if it's just for verified collections, that means a whole bunch of collections won't be able to be used as Twitter's profile pics and not every unverified collection is a fraudulent collection. It's just not verified. OpenSea doesn't verify everyone. They, they have a really bad reputation at how long it takes to verify a collection. And a lot of collections that are original collections are not verified on OpenSea. So right now, technically I could right save click, right? I could right click save as sorry, any NFT I want mint it add it to my collection, sign up for Twitter blue and boom. Now I have it on my profile pic in that next and that nice hexagon, uh, shape, right? So, I mean, nothing's going to be perfect. 
it's a it's a little issue that i'm sure we're gonna get over no one's gonna remember this down the road but i'm really happy to see this twitter for a long time i used to wonder well, twitter how come twitter has never really dove into the space when so many of their users use twitter as a platform to have discussions about nfts and web3 and all that stuff, sort of stuff so this is a good thing for me all right let's get on to the next story now the next story is i really love this story it's about the new york city mayor the new mayor adams mayor adams he is about to receive or he probably did receive by now his first paycheck in cryptocurrency right that was to happen on friday nyc mayor adams receiving his first his first paycheck in cryptocurrency now that sounds really excellent it's a it's a big move for the space you know, some a high-profile person like NYC Mayor, the New York Mayor, getting paid in cryptocurrency. But of course, as we dig into the story, it's not exactly like that. You know, the the mayor, it's it's, it's kind of like a gimmick, but but a good kind of gimmick, right? Now, the mayor he can't get paid in crypto, right? That's there's some IRS regulations. He's not allowed to get paid in crypto, so he's going to get paid in fiat money. And then it's going to be converted to crypto through Coinbase. So, <laughs> you know, it's 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 not as groundbreaking as it sounds. But I think what the mayor is trying to do is bring attention to the fact that people do want to get paid in crypto. That people can get paid in crypto, at least conceptually, even if he can't because of the regulations. That being paid in crypto is is, is something for us to consider. Now, the statement by the mayor goes like this. He says, New York is the center of the world and we want it to be the center of cryptocurrency and other financial innovations. Being at the forefront of such innovation will help us create jobs, improve our economy and continue to be a magnet for talent all over the globe. Right. So I agree with the mayor. I think it's a great stunt. I know that would stun makes a song sort of sort of, you know, sketch, but it, it, it's to bring attention to the fact that New York wants to be at the center of cryptocurrency. I have no problem if you wanting to be there. And that also the, the, the idea and the, and, and the concept of being paid with crypto. I think, you know, the step taken by this mayor in New York City is a great way to lead by example, even though it's not technically him being paid in crypto, he's going to convert that money to crypto through Coinbase. Um, we'll have to see what happens after that. If he's going to reconvert it back to fiat or he's going to keep those holdings who knows that's his business but i'm looking forward to more people more high visibility organizations getting paid in crypto i think the government is probably going to be the very very last holdout but you know when that happens we're in the metaverse okay now and a related story to that is on linkedin linkedin announced that the crypto job posts on the platform they skyrocketed to three up or skyrocketed by 395% in 2021, right? That's all job postings with term, terms like Bitcoin, blockchain, crypto, Web3. Those, those postings grew by almost 400% in 2021, right? So that, that correlates with how big of a year 2021 was for Web3 and everything related to crypto, right? Not just coins and, and and nfts but also job postings right job postings were all over the place and it's not just in tech 
right? A lot of those job postings were in HR and accounting, right? Really important to have those kinds of postings in, in support services as well. So I think that's a, a really good indication as well too, that people, a number of companies are interested in being part of this space and they're hiring for it. Now that, what that means for you is that maybe there's potential job opportunities for you in the crypto space to get to switch from what you're doing to something more crypto web three metaverse related. Now, of course, there's no degree in crypto. Well, I guess there is a cryptology degree, but there's no degree in web three or metaverse. You just have to learn for yourself, get involved in the space and it might open up a brand new opportunity for you because the jobs are there. The jobs are there for crypto, for web three, for metaverse related roles. So for 2022, the expectation is that that trend is going to continue, that there are going to be more jobs being posted for people to work in the Web3 crypto related roles. I'm really excited about that, especially because it opens up a whole new world of opportunities for people who are interested, who have been first to the platform like you who are listening to this podcast and who are really educating themselves and applying other web two skills and knowledge to the web three and you know you might be able to find yourself land yourself a nice career change into what is definitely going to be the way of the world in the future all right so now to the last story this <laughs> this last story is so funny to me and it's it's a, it's a lesson right it's, it's a lesson in doing your research doing your research man like now this story is about a dao called spice dao right now if, if you know anything about dune if you're a dune fan you know about spice right spice is what you know he who rules the spice rules the world spice was what everyone's going for in that in that world to rule the world and so spice dao came together like so many daos they came together with a plan to buy something right and they wanted to buy this unpublished manuscript of dune right so now the DAO came together they raised a bunch of money in no time which is something that DAOs are really good at doing and they won the auction now the auction was held by christie's right this was in november they they won the auction for this unpublished physical copy or this physical manuscript for dune all right now that's a big deal. They, they spent, I think, uh, 2.6 million euros. That's a little bit over 3 million US on, on this, uh, this unpublished manuscript, right? Now the, the guys that, or the folks that are spiced that were really excited. They put out their, their, their tweet in sometime on mid January saying that we won the auction for 2.6 million. Now our mission is to make the book public to the extent permitted by law, produce an original animated series inspired by the book and sell it to a streaming service. And number three, support derivative projects for the, or from the community. Now the folks at Spice Dow did not seem to do their research. And I suppose the people that, that a part of spice though they also didn't do their research because firstly the book is already public right? there's a a copy of the book that is free and accessible online since 2011 right so their first goal which is to make the book public it's already done 
thanks but no thanks it's already done that book is public right now the second one to produce an original animated limited series inspired by the book and sell it to a streaming service well, that's the biggest problem because they just bought the book <laughs> they didn't buy the rights to the book it's it's amazing to me that in 2022 people aren't aware of ip they, they aren't aware of copyright issues that people could put together and raise they i think they have like over four million they raised over four million dollars for that DAO, right they only spent 2.66 million euros but they raised a lot more than that or a, a bit more than that and these folks have no idea about copyright the, you, you can't produce uh animated limited series inspired by the book because you don't have the rights to and buying the the book the physical book does not give you those rights right now they're gonna have to wait till the original creator dies and then wait another 70 years after that before it becomes public domain or they're gonna have to negotiate some sort of co-creation rights with the with the current owner which i think his name is jabrowski um i probably fucking have that name but you know they're gonna have to work something out in order for them to do what they want to do that that second one right about producing an original animated limited series um the third one supporting derivative projects from the community yeah they can do that they have some money left in their doubt they could support some projects but again the rights are the big issues right you know i guess they were thinking that you know they own the rights and those rights will be extended to people who are already in the dow and so by extension if you're in the dow you also have the rights but unfortunately the dow doesn't have the rights so the dow members do not have the rights so i thought this, this story was was really kind of funny and really a cautionary tale that when you get involved in DAOs, DAOs are going to be huge 2022 is the year of the dow as far as i'm concerned but when you get involved in DAOs, make sure that the mission of the DAO, especially if it's a DAO that's investing or trying to purchase something, that you understand the limitations of, of what the DAO is trying to do. Make sure that even if they do make the purchase, that they get the rights to do what they what the DAO sets, is setting out to do. So again, a cautionary tale. And that's it for today, for last week today in the metaverse. Nothing I gave you today was should be taken as financial advice. The Web3 world is crazy. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff going on there. You gotta beware. Do your own research. Make your own decision decisions. And I'll see you next week for another rundown of last week today in the metaverse. Peace.